Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Critical Thinking, Kingston's only municipal talk radio show, only available on CFRC 101.9 in Kingston. I'm your host, Jamie Moss. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Critical Thinking. I am your host, Jamie Moss, as the moniker says. And joining me today on the radio program is a very good friend of mine, I'd like to think, <laughs> uh, social and uh, justice, or social justice and poverty activist, Jamie Swift. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Oh, I better yeah, turn you up a little. To be talking to somebody who has the same name. Yeah, it's... When the name is rather obscure. Exactly. It's very odd. I know we were talking about that a little bit earlier today. <laughs> odd when I picked up the phone and say, hi, Jamie, it's Jamie calling. <laughs> it's reverb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I just want to, we're, you're not, you're, you're going to be entertaining hosts tonight, so I'm not going to uh, keep you on for too long, but I wanted to uh, give you a good uh, opportunity to promote the event that's happening on uh, Monday night, and I want you to give an opportunity right now to uh, tell your, our listeners what that is. Yeah, Jamie, I, uh, I teach a course at the uh, Queen's School of Business, um, uh, an upper-year undergraduate course called Critical Perspectives on Business, and I try to uh, bring in a bunch of different perspectives to, to the course. Um, this morning, uh, Michael Robinson, the uh, owner of uh, the S&R Discount Department Store downtown here in Kingston, uh, was kind enough to come and... Uh, talk with the students, and I called the uh, the session Survivor, uh, the odd thing being that um, the SNR as a discount department store is surviving in the era when the uh, claw, the great claw of Walmart, has been uh, decimating the retail landscape uh, across North America. And uh, lo and behold, here in Kingston, we have a healthy downtown, and we have an independent discount retailer locally owned uh, with a unionized workforce in a heritage uh, building from the 1830s uh, so we talked in our in in the class about with with Michael about uh, how he was able to survive and how tough it is to survive in the era of Walmart that's a fantastic I, I know I go to shop at uh, SNR a few times especially when I heard that it was unionized yeah well it's a it's a it's a great store it's uh, it's quirky it's uh, full of little surprises and uh, has uh, good deals on lots of stuff. So you don't have to uh, trek out to the burbs to uh, talk to the wall. <laughs> I like that. No, that's a good one. But uh, let's talk a little bit about what's coming up on Monday night. Well, on Monday, um, I one as I said, the, the lead into your yes. question, uh, yes. Jamie, was that. Uh, I try to bring in interesting and different perspectives. So uh, on Tuesday in the class, uh, I'm going to talk with uh, Jim Stanford, who's the economist uh, with the CAW and a frequent contributor to the op-ed pages of the Globe and Mail, is going to be coming and speaking to the to the students. And I thought, well, if Jim was coming to town, let's uh, spread the word and uh, have him make a, do a public presentation as well. So uh, Why not, Jim eh? Stanford <laughs> is going to be speaking at the uh, central branch of the Kingston Frontenac Public Library downtown on uh, Johnson Street at Bagot at 7 o'clock on Monday evening, uh, talking about the uh, global economic meltdown. 
Uh, Jim is uh, the, also the author of uh, a book called Economics for Everyone, and uh, the event's co-sponsored by Novel Idea, Kingston's independent bookstore. So uh, we're trying to get all the independent businesses uh, profiled, I guess. Um, and uh, Jim is he's an interesting guy. He's an economist uh, it, it, with a really good sense of humor. Now, that may sound counterintuitive, mm-hmm. uh, sort of like... Uh, I don't know, military music or, you know, industrial park or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But um, he's, he's a critical thinker about, about conventional assumptions of economics, uh, about the imperatives of growth, uh, particularly with a focus on, on inequality and, and the structural problems with the way our economy is organized. Obviously, he's a trade union economist, so he has right, that right. kind of a critical perspective. Um, and you know he's going to try to unpack for us. I hope uh, uh, in a way that's different than the the usual um, economic pundits we we often hear uh, quoted in the media. Usually they're bank economists or economists for investment dealers, or right. sometimes you get the odd academic economist. But it's it's rare to get a radical perspective on economics uh, through the mainstream media. So uh, uh, we thought it was a good idea to to bring Jim to town, not only to talk to my class. He's going to be talking to a class at St. Lawrence, a couple, another class at Queens. He's going to do a couple of other local media gigs, and I think he's even going to be speaking to a lunchtime meeting of the Canadian Club on uh, on Tuesday. So he's going to be a busy guy. Yeah, he's got a packed schedule. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, I got to say, I. I wholeheartedly agree with that uh, that estimate about uh, economists being in the mainstream media. I think the only left-leaning economist I've ever seen, I watched the CBC a lot, mm-hmm. uh, was a person from the from the Canadian uh, Center for Policy Alternatives. Yeah, I think Jim does some work with them. He has been able to, to get into, he, he's frequently a panelist on uh, the CBC National TV News, so he, he has sort of uh, broken the mold a bit there. Um, I think uh, these days, this week even, we've seen um, news of really dire news of big layoffs in the manufacturing sector in Canada. Bombardier has laid off over 1,000 workers. Uh, The retail sector, um, 1,000 workers... uh, been disposed of by the bay um so i think this this economic meltdown as we're calling it the certainly that's a conventional word for it is is starting to alarm people quite a lot uh it hasn't really really affected kingston profoundly yet because as as we all know kingston is a a public service town um and uh don't hold your breath town but I think that uh, as government uh, revenues shrink um, and the government uh, starts to retrench, I think uh, there's going to be a serious squeeze on the public sector. I think it's just not hitting yet. The ripple effect has not hit Kingston yet, but I fear it will. Oh, no, I completely agree with that estimate. Well, what the National Post actually reported today was a 129,000-person job loss in the country uh, in one month. Uh, in last month's, uh, according to Statistics Canada, wow. that's that's three times higher than all economists were expecting on Bay Street. Really? 
that it's a massive number, and this is just exactly what we're talking about. So I'm very happy that uh, that uh, Jim Stanford is going to come to Kingston. I know there's a lot of people. I've talked to quite a few people that are already in the know about this event. Uh, if you haven't had an opportunity, to, uh, I'll give you the address one more time. It's going to be at the Wilson Room at the Downtown Public Library, uh, 7 o'clock. Um, and obviously the host is uh, the CAW economist uh, Jim Jim Stanford, and that's going to be hopefully. And uh, now, are they going to be doing a forum, or is it going to be a debate, or no, is I it just Jim a presentation? Gonna, he's going to give a give a presentation and do a Q and A with 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 the audience, so, kind of like a town hall. Yeah, yeah, like a an informal uh, an informal forum. And the library is a particularly good space for that too. I Absolutely, think. I'm a I'm a great fan of public libraries. Everybody pays in, and you can borrow stuff free. Exactly. It's a great, great investment. <laughs> uh, certainly. Well, once again, uh, I just wanted to give you, I wanted to say thank you again for coming on the program uh, today, Jamie. Well, thank I, you, Jamie. Uh, I know you were about to be entertaining a few people, and you were basting <laughs> your chicken when we... I was, I was. Now the chicken is back in the oven. That's so good. There we go. That's good. So we won't keep you for too long, but mm-hmm. uh, one more thing I wanted to mention. I, uh, I had an opportunity recently to read an article in Kingston Life. Uh, a bio, actually, about uh, about you. So uh, oh, I think it wasn't in Kingston Life. I think it was in the magazine Profile Kingston. Was it Profile Kingston? Yeah. I thought it was Kingston Which Life. Comes out every uh, every two months. Uh, two months, I think. Uh, I think Kingston Life comes out every two months as well. Uh, Profile oh. Kingston is is an independent, another independent uh, publication here. It's been going going strong for I think nearly twenty years. Oh, I'm surprised. I yeah. I thought it, I. I happened to see it in at uh, 99 York, so that was just a <laughs> fluke. Uh, but it was really good to see, uh, and you know, there's always a great profile behind it. I really would like to have you come back on the show um, some other time. Sure, let's do that. Absolutely, perfect. Thank you very much, Jamie, and uh, and I'll let you get to your uh, your great uh, your great uh, hosting event tonight. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Thanks very much. Bye bye. That was uh, Jamie Swift, uh, the local socialist, social justice and poverty activist here in Kingston. He's very, very uh, active throughout the community in the uh, Justice and Peace Office. Um, some of the great uh, things that CFRC can bring to us uh, via this great radio program uh, and this great radio station. Uh, and right now we're, join- we're in our funding drive, so I would like to... Uh, to let everybody know that the phone number is 613-533-CFRC. That's 613-533-2372. Uh, you can make your pledges right now, and you'll have great community uh, uh, input from uh, from people that are right here in Kingston and talking about municipal issues in Kingston. Uh, that's what this show is about, and that's what uh, CFRC is about. We're going to take a very quick break right now. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened at City Council this week. Uh, and uh, So stay tuned. Friday evenings at 6 p.m. here on CFRC, listen to Saltwater Music, a show covering all musical genres from the East Coast of Canada. Celtic, of course, but also rock, jazz, blues, folk, and a lot more. I'm your host, Rob Carnell. Tune in to Saltwater Music Friday evening from 6 to 8 here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Or you can catch us on the web at www.cfrc.ca. And for our listeners out east, that's 7 p.m. Atlantic and 7.30 Newfoundland. Station, love and circulation, sweeping cross nation, CFRC 11.9 FM. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston and CFRC.ca around the world. And this is Critical Thinking. I'm your host, Jamie Moss. Uh, I want to mention to everybody very quickly because I if you didn't hear the radio uh, commercial announcement, it's uh, the funding drive. Uh, and that's happening right here in CFRC. Our lines are open, uh, and we'd love to have you uh, come and, and, and donate a little bit of money. It doesn't matter how big, how small uh, you'd like to make. You can also get tax receipts, which I know for a few friends of mine is a very uh Perspective idea or one of those better ideas, as well as a we also offer gifts. So you're welcome to come CFRC 101.9 FM. Phone number six one three five three three twenty three seventy two. That's CFRC. Uh, moving on right now, we have our uh, great uh, presentation, uh, critical thinking, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about what happened at City Council this past Tuesday night, particularly. What John Garrison said at City Council this past Tuesday night. Uh, let me give you a little background. City Council was given an opportunity uh, by John Garrison's office to have a uh, presentation in front of the in front of the council uh, regarding the most recent uh, discussions of economic. D- debate. Uh, per, the province is uploading the costs for social services uh, from the city, and this is something that the city's oh, had for about twenty years now. About twenty years. Um, and they're uploading the cost to uh, the province. However, they're not doing it fast enough. So the city is going to be, by all projections, going to be out $2.2 million over the next three years. Now, that is an alarming number, uh, especially when the city is currently in debt. And, I mean, it's in a substantial debt. The K-Rock Center, uh, the the Grand Theater, the Invista Center, all very uh, lucrative projects all very uh, large projects that cost quite a bit of money on the city's budget uh, that take away from the public infrastructure dollars that we all know that we all need. Um, well, Garrison came into uh, city council to answer a little bit of information about uh, the $2.2 million stallback. Um, and basically, his quote was, I, I was stunned. I was sitting in the crowd, and I was stunned when I heard this. He said, there's always two sides to the story. There's the side of the city council's staffers' story uh, in their projections, and then there's the story uh, at Queen's Park and their staffers, and sometimes they always get it mixed up. And then he said, don't worry about it. We're going to, uh, we're going to uh, fix it out in the next six or seven months as the budget comes. So let me get this straight, and this is what my thought was right when they said this. The city is expected to create a budget, Knowing that they're up, uh, they're up what nine thousand nine hundred thousand dollars this year, but could go to in deficit by two point two million dollars. So a great transfer of three million dollars over the next three years. They could go down two point two million dollars. And and John Garrison's word of caution was to say, "Oh, don't worry about it. Handle it next year. Worry when we get to that point." Well, I think that's really bad and i think that city council actually had or some of the councillors uh, particularly vicky schmolka and uh uh bill glover had some great responses to that they said uh that that's just not good enough that's simply not good enough and uh it it was great uh to see particularly with the frontenacs sitting in on city council the ability of john garrettson to pass on this and uh and make sure he gets out of the way uh, uh on some of these de- or, or he dekes himself out of the way on these questions it was unbelievable it was masterful you could have said he was playing in the stanley cup it was so nice um 
but either way, that was just that's about it for my sports moniker but <laughs> but no it was really good it was amazing to see how he dipped and dodged all those uh those uh questions and literally said absolutely nothing about the fact that it's 2.2 million dollars that the city is going to have to cover for the province uh in this recent uploading cost so that's something we have to keep in mind um i think that that is a little bit of a problem when it comes to coming t- or when it comes to budget time because we have already, you go up and down the streets in Kingston, you see pothole after pothole. You see, uh, even right now, you see a lot of snow shovels not really making it to the ground. And there's a lot of icy roads and there's a lot of icy sidewalks. I know I walked to uh, the station today. Um, there there are some serious problems with the services, not not from the service delivery, but the fact that it's just not getting done. And we have problems with potholes. Uh, and we've got problems with public uh, transportation. These are all very big issues. And if you don't can't if you can't account for the money, then how are you going to spend the money, right? So definitely something. And I think uh, we'll be discussing this for a little while, uh, but we'll see. Uh, also, as I alluded to, the Frontenacs visited City Hall this past week, uh, and there was a presentation by um, I can't remember the marketer's name. Uh, Skillro Skillro Skiro. Stillwell, aye, that's right. Uh, and uh, the chief uh, marketer's name Stillwell, and Doug Gilmore, uh, entertaining city council and uh, the guests in the attendance. Uh, it was pretty interesting because the city was asking to see their business plan, their marketing plan. Personally, I thought it was pretty nice. Uh, they have a pretty decent business plan, uh, but it was because of the accounts that the uh, K Rock Center is a little bit in the red. Um, there's a lot of discussion about how <laughs> I don't know how city council could ask this question. Uh, you know, can we demand the team to get better? <laughs> I just don't understand that. You can't really. It's it's hockey. It's not you know council budget. Um, then uh, Doug Gilmore got up and spoke a little bit about uh, you know he, he was making a commitment to get, making sure that the team gets better. And we've heard on uh, Tyler King's radio program uh, Offsides, which airs four o'clock to five o'clock p.m every uh, Friday afternoon uh, and uh, he talked a little bit about how they've seen the Frontenacs getting better. Uh, it doesn't show on the record, but it, 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 it has, they have been getting better, uh, which is a good thing, uh, and hopefully that'll start getting the budget back on track. And then there was also a discussion about parking fees, municipal parking fees. Um, for some reason, they felt, one of the councillors felt it was prudent to ask Doug Gilmore, you know, what it, What about the parking fees? If we decrease the cost of parking fees around the K-Rock Center, more people would come. And he thought, uh, what, he's been there for, what, three months now? He's been back in Kingston for three months now, and he thinks, or he has the, the golden answer to get more people in the seats at the K-Rock Center? Don't think so. I don't think that was a very good uh, 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 question to be asking a hockey coach uh, even though he's from Kingston, I guess that gives him the air apparent to what uh, is supposed to be going on. Um, I don't know. Something to talk about. Uh, but definitely we have uh, a little bit more stuff to talk about in the uh, and on the other side of the break. We're going to take a very quick break now. Um, once again, CFRC funding drive uh, is happening right now. Uh, the line is open, 613-533-2372. That's CFRC. Um, it could be... Anything you like to donate, we would be very happy uh, if you donate a little bit to keep the station going. Uh, this is Community Public Radio. It's your radio, uh, and we highly recommend that uh, you help keep it your radio. The content that you bring into this uh, 
into this realm is uh, incredibly important. So thank you very much, and uh, stay tuned. Are you interested in social justice or environmental issues? Do you want to make local connections to global issues? And do you want to break outside the Queen's bubble? Well, sign up for the Ontario Public Interest Research Group's free newsletter, Ear to the Ground. It's emailed out once a week and is full of local events such as speakers, films, festivals, community arts and activist action alerts. You can subscribe on the Oprah Kingston website. Go to www.oprg.org or call 533-3189. Whoa, 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 let me do the talking. I know you're still mad about Howard saying he doesn't talk to ducks. Brother Brian here to tell you about three hours of great bluegrass, Sunday a.m. 8 to 11. First two hours of gospel bluegrass and then one hour of hard driving grass for your listening pleasure. Throw in some weather, weird news, traffic reports, and feeble attempts at humor. Oh yes, and a duck as a co-host. And you have Brother Brian's Bluegrass Show on CFRC 101.9 on your FM dial, 90.9 cable, and CFRC.ca on the World Wide Web. Tune in! It's called Views. What is it exactly? A drop-in for LGBTQ youth. Every Tuesday at 99 York Street from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. Chill out. Grab a snack. Meet new people. Chat. Do art. Get info and much, much more. For info, contact HARS at telephone 545-3698. It can also be reached at www.hars.ca. Views. Follow the rainbow. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Critical Thinking. I am your host, Jamie Moss. Uh, joining you on the top of the hour in a couple minutes will be the great Rob Carnell on Saltwater Music. Uh, he's sitting right behind me, actually, so I had to give that plug. He's got, <laughs> he's watching me. Uh, but no, it's a really good show. I've listened to it a few times uh, in passing, and it's very good. Um, with that said, uh, we've got a little bit of a program going on right now. It's called The Funding Drive. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to make sure that we reach, what, $18,000. I don't know how far we're along in that, but you have an opportunity to uh, get some great funding receipts uh, if you donate some money above, what is it, 5 bucks? I think it is. Above $5, you get a tax receipt. Above $15, you can get a really cool gift right here in the city, or in, in uh, not in the city, but in uh, CFRC's uh, studios, you can come and take a look at this, actually. Um, holy cow, all the Terra Food stuff is gone. Oh, well, there's still Agent 99, uh, gift certificates, blueprint, uh, Tata's, uh, the famous King Ale Lebanese uh, cuisine, uh, Food Basics is offerings. Oh, no, that's already gone, too. Holy cow, there's a lot of stuff that's gone since I left. Um, Camera Kingston is also offering a, a good... Uh, a good certificate. But you're certainly welcome to come to CFRC. Uh, you can make a donation in person. You can come on to the, or you can actually do it on the online. You can also do it on the phone by calling 613-533-CFRC. That's 613-533-2372. And we are uh, making sure that uh, community radio is taking uh, 
center stage when it comes to uh, uh, programming and making sure that uh, community is informed. Uh, but with that said, we're going to move on with my program. This is Critical Thinking, uh, and this is Kingston's only municipal talk radio show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Agricultural Society and their plight at uh, the Memorial Center. And there's a lot of discussion about this. The, Memor- the Agricultural Society has been for years talking about moving from the uh, the uh, Memorial Center. Now, the Agricultural Society's main attraction is the uh, Kingston Fall Fair. Uh, and they've been saying this for a while, that they wanted to move to get more space. Uh, but the city doesn't really want them to move because it's a big, you know, community grabber, uh, bring people to the, to the uh, Memorial Center, make sure it's uh, a viable option. However, the, the Agricultural Society has been pretty... Um, pretty emphatic when they say they want to move uh, and uh, the city says okay, now they, they want to let them move it's okay for that, uh, they'll have to figure out how they're going to do it by themselves uh, now the reason why this is such a contentious issue is because of the fact that the city has had a, an agreement with the, the not really contentious issue, but it's a discussion uh, the city has had an agreement since 1950 uh, with the Agricultural Society to help fund them, get uh, the fall fair every year the Agricultural Society would like a little bit of cash to help them move as well, and there's nothing in the agreement that says the city has to do that. Um, and the only reason why they're still afloat is because the city has been backing them for such a long time. Um, it's something to discuss because, I mean, it, 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 they could use more space at the fall fair, but the problem is that it's taking away from the municipal infrastructure it's taking away from our downtown that's the memorial center area and certainly has a discussion uh, in terms of people being uh, the donut effect uh, or i should say not people but the community having a donut effect you know moving away from the downtown and that's not what city wants that's not what kingstonians want um so it's a discussion and they want to move it out by the the play world which is up above right up above the 401 um, I will mention that there's no public transit that goes out there, uh, so it's hard to get to if you don't have a car. Uh, it, very, very uh, interesting debates, and uh, there's one councillor that's very uh, stickle with getting uh, the the uh, Memorial Center, or I should say the Agricultural Society, some money to move, and that would be Councillor Ed Smith, who's the district councillor for uh, the area where the Memorial Center is in. Uh, he's been very vocal about allowing uh, the agricultural some money because it's a moral obligation. Uh, and then there's other pr- councillors like uh, Councillor Steve Garrison who is uh, very adamant against giving the, uh, the agricultural any money to move because it would, it would uh, take away from the Memorial Center's intended use. Uh, right now there's a, lot, there's a business plan that's going on uh, to upgrade the pool, uh, that, the outdoor pool that's uh, right behind the Memorial Center, the actual arena par- portion of it. Uh, it's going to cost $7 million, um, not to mention the, the linear parks that they're discussing and the removal of the fence, uh, which is going to cost all a little bit of money. Um, the council's recommendation from staff was to and basically have uh, the uh, Agricultural Society give a little bit more time for... Uh, for their uh, decision-making on this uh, particular event uh, and movement and uh, get back to them in a, by in May, I think it is. So we'll see where that goes. Um, definitely something to talk about. Uh, it would be very devastating for the, for, the, for the Memorial Center to lose such a great uh, uh, people-attracting area. Uh, but it 
you know, it may, who knows how it's going to work out. Uh, we only got a couple minutes left, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, what's coming up this weekend. Uh, the new Frills Downtown Renewal Project is having another town hall meeting uh, about the local grocery store, the No Frills Closure. Uh, and it's going to be happening at uh, seven or no eleven a.m. on Saturday. That's tomorrow uh, at Artillery Park. They're also going to be discussing some public transit issues, and most importantly, how are we going to move forward? I know there's been some discussion about uh, the uh, Inner Harbor uh, uh, historic area, so that's something to keep an eye on, and the hollowing out of downtown. Uh, it's very. It's going to be a very interesting event, uh, and there's a lot of encouraging news in terms of uh, a new grocery store in that area. Uh, certainly, come on out. That's going to happen once again at Artillery Park at 11 a.m. Uh, as well, on Monday, we have the Jim Stanford event, who, uh, as Jamie Swift, um, local social justice and poverty activist, has come on, came on the show today. It's going to happen at the Wilson Room. Uh, it's, gonna, it's called the Global Economic Meltdown and uh, how we rethink economics in Canada. Uh, that's going to happen at 7 o'clock. Um, throughout this weekend, we've had a, or and this week, we've had a great opportunity uh, to beat the dog days of February. Um, FebFest is happening right now. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, uh, there's going to be a free concert for people uh, featuring Ill Scarlet. Um, I'm not too familiar with their work, but I do know that uh, they do it out. Uh, the, uh, they, they, it's a great attraction. As well, the Frontenacs are having a hockey game, which is also being in part sponsored by FebFest. Uh, I think that means they're having reduced tickets. I'm not entirely sure. But speaking of tickets, I have two tickets in my hands for uh, the Time to Laugh Comedy Club Real Out's 10th anniversary. Uh, I've got a uh, the Queer Film and Video Festival Gala event. Uh, this is part of the Centerpiece Gala, and it's happening at the the Comedy Fest at 7 o'clock tonight, Real, Real Out's 10th anniversary. Uh, I have two tickets, so if you want to give a call to 613-533-CFRC to collect these tickets for free uh, to see this, uh, this production and go see the... Uh, what is this? Carbonet and dance. Oh, it's a dance as well. So you can certainly uh, you can certainly collect those. Uh, and it's almost seven o'clock, so you might want to take a look, take uh, an opportunity doing that right now. Um, tomorrow is also the Febfest uh, Limestone Classic at eight thirty a.m. The ceremony start. I believe the puck drops at eight forty. Uh, they'll be having shinny throughout the day with uh, the Kingston All Stars <laughs> and uh, the uh, classic. Uh, the NHL Classics, which is very good, or the Old Timers, which is going to be a very entertaining game, from what I understand. At noon, I think they... Oh, no, on Sunday, at 1 p.m., they have the 41st Annual Hockey, or Historic Hockey Series, uh, and as RMC defends its title, uh, I know Tyler King mentioned that he was going to be there uh, to watch uh, the old-time game played. Uh, the old-time hockey game, uh, keeping in mind that they don't do forward passing. That is one of the biggest uh, uh, fouls or penalties they have <laughs> throughout that game. So it's uh, oh, they always whistle the puck when there's a forward pass. They used they before the hockey caught on really really well. They didn't uh, have forward passing. Um, that's it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome or I want to thank everybody for listening once again. The funding drive is happening. I'm going to play a little clip from that, but. Uh, Keep your eyes on Kingston. (laughs) 
You've been listening to CFRC's Critical Thinking with Jamie Moss, Kingston's only municipal radio show. 